Thanks, Pastor Jade. Our scripture lesson for this morning comes from the book of Acts, chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. In the first book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus did and taught from the beginning until the day when he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself alive to them by many convincing proofs, appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. While staying with them, he ordered them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait there for the promise of the Father. This, he said, is what you have heard from me. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? He replied, It's not for you to know the times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going and they were gazing up toward heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood by them. They said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up toward heaven? This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be pleasing in your sight. For you, O God, are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. It's that time of year when most students are enjoying a little less responsibility. Teachers are grading final projects and papers. And seniors, especially, are celebrating this milestone hosting graduation parties, maybe decorating their cap to wear on graduation day. We celebrated our seniors here at PUMC a few weeks ago. Some of you may have been to a graduation this month, or you have one coming up in June. Graduation season comes with a lot of nervousness and excitement. Best friends promise to keep in touch, knowing that they are about to go to different schools for the first time. Parents balance giving their children freedom with creating one last summer of family memories. Neighbors and relatives love to ask graduates about what's next, allowing them to share their plans for work or travel or continuing their education. The possibilities are endless. That can be empowering and scary at the same time. And then there's graduation day itself. Um, I made a collage for Ronnie to show you of all the graduations I've been to, my own and others. Uh, I've attended my own high school graduation as well as my brothers and sisters. I attended my college graduation, my now husband's college graduation, and my best friend's graduation for her master's in social work. Um, I didn't include a picture, but I've also been to a graduation of a couple of my sorority sisters who were a year ahead of me. Thanks, Ronnie. Um, at each of these ceremonies, multiple people spoke. Valedictorians, salutatorians, school principals or presidents, and successful alumni. 
can I tell you a secret? I don't remember a single word from any of those (laughs) commencement speeches. But I can tell you they were probably inspirational or motivational. They celebrated all the hard work the students had put in. They offered words of wisdom, and they probably charged those students with taking all they had learned out into the world. Our scripture for this morning is like that. It's a good thing the disciples were paying close attention to Jesus because his final words before they went out on their own were very important. In the lead-up to this last conversation with his followers, Jesus has made several appearances since his resurrection. But the time has come for Jesus to return to the Father, so he gathers his followers to prepare them for their future without him. How does Jesus summarize all they have lived through in their years of learning together? How does he motivate them and inspire them to take all that out into the world? He says, this is what you've heard from me. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. It's not for you to know the times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in all Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. First, Jesus says the disciples will be baptized with the Holy Spirit soon, not many days from now. He wants to reassure them his presence will still be with them. Goodbyes between friends you've been living and learning and working alongside every day for years is hard. The disciples are worried, anticipating that feeling of loss. They're telling Jesus, hold on, wait a minute, you just got back. Please don't leave again. They're asking him, can we come with you? How is it better that you go away? They need his reassurance that this isn't the end. Jesus is going away, but the Holy Spirit is going to join them. The church will experience Jesus' presence in a different way. And Jesus promises this will be better. He promises, I've taught you sacrificial love. And the Holy Spirit will help you stay in step with God. You will have all you need, even when I'm gone. He smiles, maybe chuckles, and reminds them why it's important that they stay. I have to go, but my work is not done. When I go and you stay, you will keep telling everyone the truth about God. And everyone will know that I'm coming back. Jesus said they would be baptized with the Holy Spirit. The prophets of the Hebrew Bible had associated the Spirit with a promised future era of restoration. Given talk about the kingdom and the Spirit, the disciples asked Jesus about this ancient Jewish hope, the restoration of Israel. They asked him, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? Hopes for restoration meant the return of lost tribes, gathering of the exiles, restoration of the house of David, and restoration of the temple. Jesus' disciples probably shared all these hopes. Just as many Christians try to calculate when Jesus will return in glory, many Jews have tried to calculate when this time of restoration would be. 
Jesus gives a two-part response to their question. First, and they should have expected this one, he tells them not to worry. He tells them not to worry about what's next. The timing of the restoration of the kingdom, or where he's going, or how long he'll be gone. Like reassuring a graduate who is uncertain of their future, Jesus tells them, it's okay. The future is uncertain to you, but that's okay. The second part of Jesus' answer is to tell them they will receive power and be his witnesses. God restoring Israel is less about when and more about how. Through the disciples preaching and teaching about Jesus, you will have all you need. The future is uncertain to you, but that's okay. You will receive power and be my witnesses. Jesus is a proud, confident teacher who believes his students will go on to do great things. He urges them, share with the world all that you have learned from me. From now on, the disciples, as Christ's witnesses, function as preachers and teachers on his behalf. They've had time to get to know him. Now it's time to make him known. John Wesley wrote that he looked upon all the world as his parish. God's presence and activity encompassed the whole world, the ends of the earth, as Jesus put it. So ministry and mission must be possible everywhere. Wesley insisted that we share the good news of God's love and do good in all places. God is always ahead of us in ministry, whether it's down the block or across the country or around the world. The body of Christ is sent out to the world to proclaim the good news. Graduations often come with nostalgia, remembering the good times and the hard work students put into their studies. Uh, I know this is true for me, but I bet we all got the most out of our education when we learned together as a study group that made flashcards or friends editing each other's essays classmates learning new perspectives from one another during class discussions. These acts done in community were all done in hopes that we might better answer the call God has placed on each of our lives, no matter what degree or career we were working towards. Come graduation, there may have been a sense of relief that all the homework and testing was done, but there was also a sense of pride and accomplishment in what we did as individuals and as a class, as a community of learning. The church ought to be a community of learning as well. We should always be working together to learn what needs and gifts are in our community, to share the resources that grow our faith, to support each other when a life lesson proves difficult and it feels like we're failing. The disciples do not scatter and go their separate ways to wait for a private moment with the Holy Spirit. They were joined together to wait for God to act on them all. We are now the ones who wait, who wait for the Spirit, who take what we have learned to help the world experience God's love, know God's word, and discern God's will. Whether your graduation ceremony was this year, or 50 years ago, or it'll be five years from now, 
Remember this commencement speech. Remember these words from Jesus. John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. It's not for you to know the times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, to the ends of the earth. Let us pray. God, we give you thanks that you did send us Jesus to be with us for a little while. We pray that though we are without him now, we would feel his presence among us. That you would pour your Holy Spirit out on us. So that we may take all we have learned from Jesus and share it with the world. In his name we pray. Amen.